Once a year, I host a course about setting new goals in your life. And I title the course, The War on Goals. Because for most of us, most of the time, changing our life is one of the most difficult things that we can do. And the inception of that process is to think about what it is that you'd like to achieve moving forward in your life, what you'd like to leave behind and how you would like to add to the quality of your life and also those people in your life that you care about the most. So in this episode, what I'm going to do is to go through the main principles that I teach on that course. The reason why I'm doing this is to give you the tools so that you can use any of these principles at any point in your life. Now, each of these techniques or principles are powerful on their own. So if you listen to this and you just implement one of them, it will make a profound shift to your life. If you implement all of them, then your life will begin to look very different. Over the years, personally, I have tried hundreds of different ways of setting goals and trying to achieve what it is that I'd like in my life. And over that period of time, I found patterns and I've refined it down to my War on Goals course. So let's begin with one of the fundamental principles, which is regarded as cleaning out our decks. And the first step in my experience is to just get rid of anything that you're hoarding in your life. And I've got a checklist here of things that you want to look to get rid of. Because when you get rid of space, when you get rid of stuff, you are allowing space in your mind and also in your life to bring in the new. So the first steps to actually create that space. So I'm just going to go through the checklist. So number one is to delete all redundant numbers of men, women, friends and work colleagues whose numbers you're hoarding just in case. Number two is to unfollow everyone non-essential on social media or to delete your social media accounts. Number three is to throw away or donate all of your old clothes, anything you've not worn within the last 12 months. Number four is to spring clean your house and to rid yourself of clutter. You need to cleanse your humble abode. Number five is to draw a line on any outdated goals that are no longer relevant to your life. And number six is to do all of the tasks again, but this time to be more clinical. So what we're looking at doing is creating space by getting rid of the old. And when we create that vacuum, we have to fill it. So the next principle that I'd like to look at is called a catalogue of victories. And what I'd like you to do is to list your achievements over the past 12 month period. And the reason why we do this in this order is because we need something to build upon. Rather than just conjecturing forward, we need to look at at what we've already done and build from that. So on my course, we actually have a list of 12 achievements that you need to write out. You can write out as many as you want, but what are things that you've done and you've managed to actually complete? And these list of achievements are gonna make you feel 
better about your new goals and also give you confidence that you can achieve what it is that you're putting your mind to next. The next principle is known as inventory of defeats. Now, the same way in which when you look at what you've achieved in your life, you feel good. There is also a sense of power that derives from owning up to the mistakes that we've made in our life. Because when we own up to them, it allows you to take accountability and it also allows you to solve them for the future. So this can be anything that makes you feel guilty, has a sense of shame or any negative negative feelings. What is it that you'd like to own up to in your life? What mistakes have you made? And these are just a way of cleansing your mind and holding yourself accountable for the future. Again, on this one, we have a list of 12 on my course, but you can write as many as you like, ideally minimum 12. The next principle is known as facing our enemy. Now, this is the time where we need to take a look in the mirror and to give ourselves a reality check. This is the time where we look at the pain in our life. What are we not happy with? See, rather than just conjecturing forward as to what you want, there's a real value in looking at where you are and what you're unhappy with. If you want to stand in front of the mirror to do this, then by all means do it. But you want to take a reality check and you want to be harsh with yourself. What am I not happy with in my life right now at this moment? What is the reality? And with these on the course, typically we have at least five things that you're not happy with and that you're looking in the mirror and you're saying that's not good enough and the more conviction you can give these the more fuel you're going to give yourself to start looking and and really attacking and achieving your goals now the next principle is known as long-term assaults now when we have small goals day-to-day goals often stuff can get in the way And we forget what it is that we're trying to achieve. So in my experience, the first steps to actually set a longer term goal. And for the sake of my workshop, what we do is we do it for 12 months. So what the long term assaults part of this course is, is about setting objectives for the next 12 months. And what we do is we have three. So you've seen the pain that you've had in your life. I want you to look at what the biggest pain points are. And then I want you to set three objectives over the next 12 months that you'd like to achieve. And also you can include why you want to achieve it. So an example would be if you're overweight, objective objective number one, I want to lose 20 pounds. Why? Because when I look in the mirror, I feel fat. That is a powerful why. And everyone's whys are different. And what I'd like you to focus on is three longer term assaults, three goals that you would like to achieve in the next 12 months and include the reason why you want to achieve each of these. Now what we're looking at doing is really honing in on that pain that you feel in your life and using it to channel towards your goals and creating some success in your future. Principle, the next principle is known as conquering inner conflicts. And in psychology, there is a lot of evidence that suggests that 
the way our world is, is dependent on the lens in which we are looking at it through. So if we're looking at it through a lens of dismay, that's what we're going to see everywhere. And in my experience, we can develop intrinsic qualities in our life like empathy, optimism, gratitude. I mean, these are areas or these are lenses that people on my courses really want. I mean, the main one really is empathy and optimism. They're the two that, that people always say, I want to have more empathy and I want to be more optimistic. And these are lenses in which we view the world. So we can cultivate these in our life. And during this process of conquering your inner conflicts, what we do is we write out three virtues that you want. So an example would be empathy, optimism and gratitude. And then how can you implement these into your life? And again, everyone's answers to these are different. So you might say, right, I want to have more gratitude in my life. How can I implement this? Well, I can say grace before I eat food. That's something that can be specific to you. I want to have more empathy in my life. How can you implement that into your life? I will take the time to listen people more. See, these are all ways in which you can change the lens in which you're looking at the world. Another way of developing empathy is to learn reflective listening. So you can implement that in your life. I want to connect with people more. How are you going to do that? I'm going to learn reflective listening because that will enable me to connect with people. And then all of a sudden what you'll realize is that you are looking at the world through a different lens. And this is going to change your whole worldview. This isn't something outward. This is something in your own control and it's the lens in which you are looking at the world through. Very powerful principle, this conquering inner conflicts. The next principle is something that I do intermittently through my life and it's removing toxic personnel. And one of the biggest sticking points in the attainment of our goals is the people that we surround ourselves with on a day-to-day -day basis. Inspiring people have the power to raise our spirit, whereas toxic relationships can kill our sense of optimism and also our enthusiasm and vivacity for life. Simply put, we need to eliminate all toxic personnel from our ranks. We need to feel a sense of calm and clarity and precision in our thinking. And the way we do that is to remove that toxic personnel. Now, it doesn't necessarily need to be people. It can be TV shows. It can be any influence in your life. But ultimately, what you want to do in this principle is to write out three main toxic issues in your life and what you can do to rectify it. One of them may be that you have a friend who's very negative and you want to rectify it by cutting him out of your life. Now, that may sound difficult and it may sound harsh, but if you really are looking at developing and changing your life, there has to be some victims of war as you're looking at developing your life. And people have to be left behind because otherwise you'll be the same person. You need to change your environment if you want to thrive in life. So we're looking at three toxic issues in your life and then how you can rectify those issues. And just think about that out loud. I'm sure that as you listen to this, there's one person that springs to mind who you think, wow, why do I give this person so much of my time? And that's a, a really great principle for your life to just do this intermittently. When you change your goals and you look at where you want to go in your life, there will be people who need to change along the way. And if you want to get sentimental about it, don't be fooled that these people would not do the same to you if you were in the way of them achieving their goal. It's just part and parcel of life. Sometimes we resonate with people because we're negative and we're in a bad place. And when we change our goals and we change who we are, we start oscillating and resonating at a different level. 
And part and parcel of that is changing the outside world to suit how we feel on the inside. The next principle was known as no plan B, and I wouldn't be recording this podcast had I not have read this in Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich book many years ago. That's a great book. And what he says is the Julius Caesar, when he first sailed to the UK, was outnumbered. I think it was three to one. And he turned around and said, burn all of the ships because with the ships gone, we either fight or we die. And the learning lesson from that is to have no plan B. So what are your main objectives? How do you cut off all possibility of failure? A lot of war generals would also put their army up against the the sea or up against the river where there's no retreat. So you have to fight or you die. And we can take this war strategy and we can use it for our goals. So in simple terms, we want to write out our three main objectives over the next 12 months. And then we want to we want to look at it and say, how do I have no plan B? How do I get rid of? How do I sever all my ties? How can I make this permanent? And you look at ways of ensuring that there is no other way other than victory and no plan B will change your life if you implement it with any of your goals because if you get rid of all other alternatives then there's nowhere to go when you've got a plan B it can be very easy to just slide off into that plan B and oh well I tried my hardest no over the years of running my own business there have been so many times where if I had a plan B, I would have quit and not been where I'm at today. So just getting rid of all other alternatives other than to thrive awakens something within you, awakens that strength, awakens that warrior within you where you make it happen, where you face up to the task and you rise to it and you become a better human being off the back of it. The next principle is known as lines of attack. And this is where we look at the fact that there will be times in the future where we're overwhelmed, overworked and disorganized. And ideally, what we want to do is to use our resources in the best possible way to get the result that we're looking for. So we all have limitations in our life. Perhaps we have a family, perhaps we have a job where we're a certain amount of hours a day. There's a certain amount of energy that we already have to give in our life. So what this part of the goal setting procedure is, is looking at the limitations that we have and how you can give yourself leverage to overcome that issue. So the limitation may be that you have family, it's very difficult to do this, but taking that into account, What you can do is you can get up an hour early and you can work on your goals then. So this is where you are looking at what resources you have available and looking at where you might run into roadblocks in your processes over the next 12 months. If you think about this in war, if you don't plan, you can have the ultimate victory, right, which is winning the war. But if you you don't plan each individual battle, the resources that you have, the supply chains, All of these issues, if they're not planned in advance and you don't look at the limitations, chances are you're going to lose those individual battles. And what I want to ensure is that you win all of those battles just by lifting your head up slightly and just by looking at a few of the potentials that may come from a lack of resources at that time. So again, just looking at into the distance, where are my issues going to be with my resources and how can I plan for that in advance?
Now, this brings us on to the next principle, which is strategies for warfare. Now, this is where we actually really attack potential issues. And the way in which we do this is via a spider diagram. We, we write out what our main issue is, and then we draw a leg off each one, and we write off ways in which we can do that. So an example would be to lose six kilograms in weight. And then you have a leg that comes off and you say, intermittent fasting, go to the gym three days a week. Replace the food that I'm having with protein shakes. Get a personal trainer. This is where you brainstorm all the different ways in which you can attain your goal. And the best way of doing this is with a spider diagram where you just write out your main goal and then you just have legs coming off it. Interestingly enough, the more legs that you have coming off your goal, the more relaxed and calm you'll feel that you can achieve it. Because imagine if you only had one way of doing it. If that gets blocked off, you're in trouble. Whereas now what you can do is you can write off, lose six kilograms in weight, and then you can have so many different legs coming off that. Sign up to a free app. Do um, body weight training from home like intermittent fast. These are all different legs that you can do. And, and you can look up how other people have, have attained these goals online and you can look at ways in which you can implement these into your life. So using a spider diagram as a visual representation is great. You can then stick these up all over your house or places where you see them often, just as reminders that there's many different ways of attaining your goal. And this really is a way of dealing with roadblocks and your mental well-being during the process of achieving your goals and knowing that there's going to be problems along the way. Now, the next principle is known as defeating the enemy. And this is when, if we take on too many battles at the same time, as we've seen in history and, and warfare, then what happens is we begin to feel depleted and we get a sense of impending doom because we're, we're doing too many things. And what we need to do really essentially is to simplify that into easier to win battles to allow ourselves to grow in stature and in confidence one step at a time. Now, the way in which we do this is to take our main goal with all of the information that you've used from the previous principles. And then we wanna break this down into at least seven steps. You could potentially do this into 12 steps because it's a, a year-long program. And we do seven on the course because of the time constraint, but you can do 12. And then you break it down into step-by-step. Step. So if, if your goal is to lose six, six kilograms, what is step one? And step one could be to intermittent fast for the next 30 days. Step two could be to have a higher protein diet. Step three could be to weigh yourself every five days. And you're the only person that's going to know how you can break it down into incremental steps for yourself. But what we do know scientifically is that self-efficacy and confidence are built one step at a time. So you don't want to have a situation where your goal seems insurmountable. You need smaller wins along the way to boost your morale and to make yourself feel good about being on that process. Remember, important lesson here, it's not the attainment of your goal, because as soon as you've attained it, you're going to want to set the next goal. It is the process of working towards your goals consistently that will make you feel more confident and more self-assured that you can actually achieve what it is that you're looking to achieve in your life. Now, 
With the greatest will in the world, trying to attain goals by yourself can also be very difficult. So principle, the next principle I want to speak about is forging alliances. This is creating a team of people around you to motivate, support you and help you along the way. It can be a gym partner, it can be a psychologist, it can be using your existing networks. But ultimately, what I want you to do now is to focus in on what support can you put in place to attain your goal that you don't have at the moment. And I'm going to give you a few examples of this. So, for example, I'm working with a client at the moment who wants to start publishing his short stories online. We're working together on that process so I can offer him the support and knowledge he needs to be able to do that. He has put that support network in place as a way of holding himself accountable and also a way of guaranteeing that he will achieve his goal. If you would like my support, in the attainment of your goals, then you can book a 30-minute consultation call with me. I will include a link in the podcast description. But with regards to forging alliances, we're looking at at least three support networks. How can I utilize my existing support network or how can I invest in the right person that is going to help me to attain my goals? Support networks are massive. They will pick you up when you're down. They will show you the light when you are dark. And they will enable you to hit that target with your deadline, no matter what happens between then and now. Now, we move on to the final principle, which is winning the war. And this is where we put all of our objectives into one global declaration to mark the end of the 12-month period. This will act as a cast iron reminder to stay focused. Now, what I would like you to do for the final section is you will write out one paragraph which describes the person that you are in 12 months time. So you know that you could write about yourself as you are now in one paragraph. I want you to write about who you are in 12 months time. And then this is your main reminder, you can stick it by your computer, you can have it on your phone, you can have it inside the open section of your notebook. Ultimately, you need to have it in places where you're going to see it as a constant reminder of the person that you are going to become. So to round up this episode, as I've spoken about, goal setting is important because Without goals, you are at the whim of other people impacting you with their goals. If you don't have a goal and you don't have a focus, someone else will direct your focus and attention towards their goal. And then what you find is that you're just living a life helping other people or allowing other people to focus your attention on what they want you to. When you set goals, you take control of your life. You say, this is the direction that I am going. And when you implement the strategies that I've taught you on this, you will enable yourself to be able to attain those goals when obstacles come up, when issues come up, by having support networks in place, by planning in advance, by knowing what's going to happen and by thinking about different ways in which you can overcome the obstacles in your mind that are preventing you from attaining your goals. Goal setting for me is the inception to change. When you take a pen and paper out and you do anything towards your goals. What you're really doing is you're changing your future. What you're saying to yourself is that my daily pain that I feel today, I no longer have to feel. 
And what I'm going to do is I'm going to set goals so that I can create a brighter and more exciting future. And we can all do that. No one can take away your imagination from you. No one can take away your thoughts. No one can take away your dreams. And no one can take away your aspirations. If you do not do this, then your life will remain the same at best. At worst, you will enter into a downward spiral and as you age, you'll wake up one day and you'll realise that you've been at the whim of everyone else. So in my experience, in my life experience of coaching and helping a lot of people, the people that take the time to write out their goals, the people that take the time to think about their future and the people that put the right support network in place are the people that ultimately become more confident and more successful in life. As I mentioned earlier, if you like any of these principles or you'd like to go through them or you'd like my help setting goals, then you will find a link where you can book a free consultation call with me. Now on that call, we can just discuss what your goals are. We can discuss how I can help you to achieve them. And in my experience, taking the steps to change your life starts with taking a pen and paper out and just writing any of the information out that I've discussed in this podcast.